Welcome to the Art and Science of Joy podcast. This podcast is all about inspiring people to live more joyfully. So if you're seeking a bit more joy in your own life or seeking to bring some more joy to the lives of others, then this podcast could well be for you. And in the second series of the podcast, we're focusing on joy superpowers, special powers each and every one of us can cultivate in order to navigate these turbulent times in which we live. I'm Andrew Cannon, and I have the honor to be your host. In each episode, I'll be inviting our guests to share their words of wisdom on a specific joy superpower. And in this episode, I'm excited to be talking with Rochelle and Marie Lawson about the joy superpower of finding and living your purpose. Known as the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle is a successful business owner, registered nurse, Ayurvedic health practitioner, dream lifestyle transformation facilitator and author. She is a speaker and radio hostess and founder and president of Blissful Living For You, which was founded to bring wellness, wisdom and wealth into the lives of individuals seeking a holistic path to living a life of their dreams. Rochelle has been named one of the top 50 women-owned businesses in Silicon Valley and is the creator of the Unstoppable Women's Summit. Welcome to the show, Rochelle. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's lovely to have you here, and I look so much forward to our chat today. And first off, I just have to say what a wonderful title, The Queen of Feeling Fabulous is. So I'm intrigued to know more about how you got that name. Well, it's it was given to me by one of my mentors, uh, I guess about 10, yeah, 10, almost 11 years ago. And I guess um, she said, that every time she saw me, I looked fabulous. Every time she asked me how I was doing, I said fabulous. And uh, and when she talked to other people and they mentioned me, they would describe me as fabulous. And so she says, you just own the whole word fabulousness. So I'm gonna call you the queen of feeling fabulous. And it just kind of stuck and it's been with me ever since. Well, that's wonderful. It is a wonderful title indeed. And, and we are very much, our words, right? What words we use to talk about ourselves um, also very much defines who we are in many respects. So you chose a wonderful word. Thank you. <laughs> and today we're talking about purpose, you know, finding and living that purpose. So I suppose we better start by asking, you know, what does purpose mean to you? Purpose is your, um, your God-given divinity mission here on life and everyone has a God-given mission. Sometimes it takes us a while, I like to say, as we travel down our path to bliss to actually discover what that, that mission or that purpose is, but everyone has it. And it mm. can be perceived as positive, indifferent or negative, but it doesn't matter because it's your God-given purpose, your God-given mission. And so, that is what I, or how I define purposes. It's what you're here to do while you're here to do it. <laughs> we're going to talk, talk a bit soon about, you know, maybe some challenges and the joys of finding that purpose. Before we do so, let's talk about a bit about your own life and, and how did you find your own purpose? And, you know, do you have any stories um, you'd like to share around that? Yeah, you know, and I, I want to say one thing with regards to purpose, we don't always know what our purpose is. And again, we have a path that we're walking down. And so things that happen in our life actually are happening to drive us towards discovering our purpose. And so with regards to that, I'm going to say my purpose is, um, you know, to help 
others to elevate their life and step into living their dream life by balancing the pillars of wellness, wisdom, and well. Mm. And I discovered as a little girl, this is so funny. Um, I discovered as a little girl that I liked taking care of people. I like making people feel invigorated. I liked making pe people feel positive, whether it was kids around me or adults or whatever. That was, I was just a natural caretaker, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, it kind of led me on a, you know, as I said, I'm walking down my path of bliss and it kind of led me on to do various different things. And I never knew why I always had this mm -hmm. deep inclination within me to be caring and compassionate and really wanting to see the best in everybody and really wanting to have people do the best that they can, no matter where they were in their life. And so my journey led me on various, various different avenues, so to speak. But um, it came to the re revelation to me that one, I am a good person. Mm -hmm. Two, I'm a good business owner. I have a good business sense. And three, that I am really caring and compassionate and I'm the best nurse in the world. And so with regards to that, I had to dig a little deeper and like, well, you know, how can I have two businesses that are completely opposite? How does that fit into my purpose? How is that, you know, how is that my purpose? And the message that I got was that it's because of your various, um, it's because of what you do in the various disciplines that you roll or, or work in, so to speak, that you're able to uplift people no matter what role you play in. So for instance, mm. my first business is in the telecommunications world. I started a telecommunications installation company in Silicon Valley in 1989 okay. and completely different. But at the same time, while I was starting that business, I was also a registered nurse working in emergency room trauma totally completely different spectrums right but i was really good and am really good at business i'm very operational i'm a type a per perfectionist recovering <laughs> person and um and i just know and i'm very intuitive so i could see trends and forecast and forecast things before they even happen mm. um don't know how don't know why i'm just saying it's god given divinely given but on the other aspect i was the best emergency room trauma nurse that my patients could ever have i was into the intuitiveness led me to see things that even physicians couldn't see what was going on with them and i became known as the go-to girl if you've stuck with the patient talk to rochelle marie because she's probably got some insight as to what's going on with that patient that we can't see we can't figure out and i was able to help my physicians um, in a collaborative effort you know do the best that they can for the patients that we took care of and so what sorry what i realized was that the two of those the success in my telecommunications business and the, the success with being a great uh nurse um was was meant to come together in a strategic um way so to speak so that i could take this mission further to help everyone who's open to receiving discover their true essence and their divine given mission and so that's how it came about well that's brilliant so i mean obviously you're somebody who <clears throat> manages to fit two days into one day um it seems um so amazingly energetic probably to get all of that done and to have those two different businesses but then to understand how to bring them together to, to help move towards your purpose is, is wonderful. So I look forward to hearing a bit more about that. I just want to bring in at this moment, the summit. 
and I understand now it's been renamed to be called the Brave, Bold and Unstoppable Women's Summit. I like that. And how does that relate to helping women find their purpose? So my summits came about um, after actually discussion with my daughter and, um, and then some stuff that happened in 2019 that brought up the revelation of what women were sharing in 2019 mm-hmm. here in the United States um, was actually things that I went through when I first started out just in the adult world. And um, because I have been gifted with opportunities uh, and always been the only woman, so to speak, I wanted to um, do something that brought women together, particularly after I was starting to hear these stories and it was bringing up Mm. things and emotions within me. And so my daughter was like, mommy, I have watched you all my life um, do these things, these trailblazing things. And she goes, I know you didn't think I was watching you, but I watched you all my life. And you give words of wisdom that is beyond like what I would see, how you would interact with us kids, you know, like when you're disciplining us or telling us we need to take a bath or do our homework and that kind of stuff. She says, I've watched you give words of wisdom to not only women and men, but just just my friends and, and her brothers, you know, my son's friends, she, um, she goes that we're beyond anything that we could have grasped at that moment in time, except for they, we did grasp it. And so she said, um, I've watched you sit in these board meetings when you dressed me in the little suit because you didn't have a babysitter and put me in the back and told me to take notes like I was your secretary and just watched you shine mm-hmm. and, and be very articulate. But everything you said was about bringing people together in harmony and spirit and in, in, in collaboration, whether it was two opposite opinions, you were always the one, you know, melding things together, always caring and, and sending out love, even when you were in your most... Uh, most entrepreneurial way, you were always coming with the word, words of wisdom from love. Mm-hmm. And she goes, women really resonate with you. You kind of stand out because you are that lone, lone ranger, so to speak, but you stand out because you have this radiance and mm-hmm. you're very regal. So when you speak, people pay attention, whether it's a man or a woman. And she goes, it's time for you to bring women around the world together in a spirit of harmony and unity. And I was like, she goes, mom, you've done some brave things. You know, you started a telecommunications installation company in 1989 in a male dominated industry. You were the first one woman to do that in the Western region of the United States. And you still have that business today. She goes, I've seen you sit you know, and be in, in, you know, the only gal around guys and, and, you know, play baseball with them and really hit it hard, you know, and then, you know, bring in women to help do other things. She goes, I've just seen you do some amazing things. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I think it's a person like you because you come from a place of love and you come up from a place of caring and you come from a place of wanting everybody to be successful in their own way, that you can be the tr- trailblazer, so to speak, to bring women together in a spirit of unity and harmony, which is not like what everyone else is doing. And so she's, you're brave, you're bold, you're fierce, and you're very fearless, and uh, nothing stops you. If you're going to do something, you're going to do it. And you may not talk about it, you just do it. And she goes, and that's what we 
younger generation of females need to see because sometimes we get caught up in how we look or what's going on on social media or you know not valuing ourselves for our true essence and you're all about forget all that out exterior stuff it's what's in you what's valuable what's in you what's what you you do have a gift you do have a purpose and uh, you shouldn't be comparing yourself to others external view so i was like all right all right she's giving me i'm like now i started feeling like the child and she was the mama so i was like, <laughs> so i was like okay and i listened to her because she's you know she's you know 28 years old she's in that vibe but then i had older women say that as well women in their 30s women in their 40s women in their 50s women in their 60s and i was like okay something is going on here i got the message god i got the message it's time and and so I wanted to create these summits and give women a voice to share their stories, um, to share inspiration, motivation, empower, but come together collectively out of love and harmony. Because when you do that, that's when the real change for the better in the world takes place. And so the Brave, Bold and Unstoppable Women Summits are all about bringing women together, no matter where they are in their journey, whether they're just starting or whether they're at the end of their journey to share their words of wisdom, because you never know whose words. Mm -hmm. You, you never know what your words, who, who you may change with your words. You never know who's listening. You never know who's watching and you never know. Some people are really silent and quiet, but they need to hear your message because that's going to help them to be brave, bold and unstoppable in their life. And so that's really how they came about. Really nice. I mean, I love that story about your daughter, <laughs> and the, the inspiration that reminds me of the famous quote that um, I think about teenagers saying that you don't have to worry if your teenagers don't talk to you, for sure they're watching you. Yes. Yeah. And that's what it's you need so to worry true. about, right? It's <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's true because, you know, here I thought, you know, I'm just putting her in a little suit and giving, mm. she was like seven. And so she so putting her in a little suit and, you know, giving her pad of paper, and, you know, it, and it just, you know, because I didn't have a babysitter. So it was like, what are you going to do? I brought my little secretary with me. But um, the whole time she was watching me and she was learning and she was absorbing. And my, and my son, too, watching. And, and they throw stuff back at me that is amazing because I didn't think they were really paying attention. Right. You know, it's like the words go in one ear and out the other. But um, they started spewing stuff to me that I had told them. They were giving me a taste of my own medicine at times. And I was like, oh, my God, my kids have really been paying attention. They've mm. really been paying attention. Well, that's right. That's right. And the apple is so far from the tree. Um, yes. Know. Yes, exactly. You definitely got to be careful. So, I mean, that's wonderful. What a thing to, to bring these inspiring stories, because I think, you know, everybody gets it or not. You know, most people get it on a sort of intellectual level. But there's this fear, there's this resistance to change, this lack of self-belief often, which prevents people from taking that step from just the talk, as you say, to actually changing and doing things. And so to have those inspirational stories through the summit, I can imagine how great that is, for especially, you know, some of the more introverted ones to sit there and listen and say, wow, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, it, it's amazing. You know, all of the stories are, they're always, they're not always pretty. Mm. You know, some people share some really uh, tough stuff that they've been through. Yeah. But again, it's, it's the words that they share um, that allows others that may be going through that tough stuff that mm. hasn't shared that tough stuff with anybody that allow them to have that courage to move forward to 
get out of that tough stuff or to break through that which is holding them back. And so um, I think it's just a beautiful platform to be able to bring women around the world together in, yeah. in, in essence of unity. I love it. I love the, the harmony, the love side of that. That's so much needed in the world today. So thank you for that. Um, as you know, you know, when we talk about the art, we talk about the science of joy, you know, we particularly like to sort of dig into some of the research and look at some of the facts behind this. And it's, it's very true that finding one's purpose, living one's purpose is a key element to living a joy-filled life. Um, but when we look at the stats, um, one of the stats we found that said approximately only one in four American adults cite that they have a clear sense of purpose about what makes their life meaningful. And that was, I think, quoted in the, the New York Times a while back. And so, you know, basically seven in five, or sorry, three out of four have no idea um, what their purpose is. So what do you think about that? Why do you think people struggle to find their purpose? I think it's all the exterior and external noise that mm. we get bombarded with. Um, I, I think sometimes people don't understand that what they're doing in their life is their purpose. And again, I'm gonna go back to whether it's good, bad, or ugly. Mm. Um, sometimes your purpose and, and I'm going to take it this, I'm just going to go negative first. So I had an experience in my life where someone that I really love dearly, really, really, really loved dearly, um, was just abusing alcohol, just really, really, really bad. And this person didn't drink at all prior, but had that drink and, and found that that was silencing the noise within him. Yeah. And it broke my heart to watch this person um, just succumb to the bottom of the bottle, so to speak, yeah. day after day after day after day after day. And I had to take a step back because I'm the fixer. I, you know, I love this person with all my heart and I, I wanted him to be fixed like he was prior to this, right? Yeah. And then one day when I was meditating, it came to me that the purpose for him is this purpose to allow you to understand you can't fix everybody. Mm. You can't fix everybody, but you can be compassionate with everybody. And you don't have to like what everybody is doing, mm. but you can be compassionate and you can still give them love. You don't have to associate with that person, yeah. but you can still give them love, compassion, and send them positive energy. And um, his purpose, at that moment in time was to open me up to let me know I can't fix everybody. That's not my purpose. My purpose is to be compassionate, loving, positive. And I don't need to have that person in my life to still be able to send that out to the world. And uh, lo and behold, so I'm gonna fast forward, the person did eventually um, end up with the destiny of, you know, kicking the bottle to the curb, so to speak. But how it happened for him was that he had to get hit by a car doing 55 miles per hour. Mm. I'm not sure what that is in kilometers, but fast, um, <laughs> fast and, and be, end up in the hospital for you know six months. Mm. And for him to understand that he had to go through that bad time to be able to circumvent what his true purpose was in the good time. And he's gone on and he's, and he's doing really well doing really well so 
it's not necessarily we we tend to look at things like the, your purpose has to be positive and that's not true that's not true your your purpose is your purpose and sometimes we don't understand it and I, so i think a lot of people have difficulty understanding that your purpose is not always positive but it's reflective of how on how you change others our purpose is all about us and others it's not all about us and i think sometimes we get caught up in it's us and we forget that we're collaborative everybody in here has the same inkling of some part of some dna from the very first woman right, right? we're all collective we're like everybody has a piece of the universe or energy within the universe within them we forget that we're all connected in that way and so just the realization that your purpose doesn't always have to be positive. It doesn't always have to be beautiful. It doesn't have to be that shiny golden big diamond, right? right. It could be that lowly piece of coal. Mm -hmm. That lowly piece of coal might turn into that big diamond, but it has to go through some things to get there. And so um, I think that's why a lot of people struggle because they're living their purpose. They just don't realize it because we, I want to say we, create or I create this vision that purpose has to be beautiful mm. and it has to be loving and it has to be this and it has to be pretty and it has to be packaged, you know, like a Tiffany's jewelry box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's not necessarily the case. And so if anyone's listening to us, just know that you probably are living your purpose. And if you dig a little deeper and you connect with the divine and ask, it will be revealed to you because mm -hmm. everything is revealed in divine timing. So there's so many words of wisdom just in that, um, minute or so that you were talking there that I mean my head's buzzing um <laughs> I think one of the things that I picked up early on is that this there's a purpose for yourself but there's also a purpose in your life related to others and how your journey interacts with everybody else's journey on their life path and your purpose as you said any given time might not be positive from your own perspective but it could give a really good lesson to somebody on their journey, on their purpose. And I think we forget that, as you said. Yes, oh, that, you, you, you said all that, all I, that 15 minutes I just talked, you said it summed it up beautifully, but that it's true, that's so true. You know, when I was um, working in the emergency room um, as a trauma nurse, I had this patient and she left a, she gave me a message and it sticks, it resonates with me today. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I believe that her purpose at that moment in time was to give me this message, right? And so, you know, this 94 year old lady having a heart attack and she's fussing at her family because they're making a fuss over her. And she just kept saying, all I need is a shot of Jack Daniels. Give me my bourbon, give me my, you know. And, um, and I asked her, I said, how come you're so spry? She didn't look 94, she didn't act 94. She, she said, you know, honey, let me share something with you. She said, um, when you surround yourself with younger people, you stay young. Mm. You stay in the ebb and flow of life. And when you're in the ebb and flow of life, you get to enjoy life. Life doesn't happen. You enjoy life as it's happening. And so she said, I suggest you surround yourself with younger people as you age and you'll have that radiance and you'll have that energy and you'll have that essence and uh, you will be, everything will be amazing. And so that has stuck with me and it really put me things into perspective for, I'm so sorry. This. No, I think your dog wants to join the show. And I think 
he definitely wants to be with younger dogs. Yeah. But I think, you know, it was funny because that was a message that has stuck with me. And that's what I've shared with everyone. It's like the ebb and flow in life. Mm. It happens. It's like the river. You know, we, we can dam it up and cause all kinds of stuff when we dam it up. But that's not the natural progression of the river. The river is to ebb and flow. Mm. It's to ebb and flow. It's to take things and give things back. And that's truly what our life and our purpose is all about. To take and receive and be blessed with it and to and process it internally, and then to give it back and share it with others as we go on our journey, because we're all united, we're all connected, whether we think so or not, we all are connected. And that was the other thing, one of the other things I picked up on your words, yeah, this connectedness, this all part of, of one bigger thing that we sometimes forget as we get so wrapped up in our own individuality. But I think a shift, I can feel a shift very much happening of more awareness, more consciousness of this connectedness rising um so I'm, I'm really happy about that and people like yourself who are helping spread this message doing a wonderful thing so so thank you very much for that young people young energy it's amazing isn't it that yes. if you can surround yourself with that can be part of that can stay young can stay playful can stay curious all these things that young people have um you know that helps you so much and it, it hurts me the way when I see a lot of young people even who have lost that youthfulness you know growing up too quickly almost putting the weight of the world on their shoulders you know you talk about um climate depression for example you know young people suffering um, from things like that when that age they should be you know more enjoying life and celebrating life and not worrying too much about all of the troubles in the world. I agree. I, uh, you know, I think a lot of what is happening um, nowadays with depression and things of that nature is all tied to social media. Mm. It really is because there's a whole lot of comparison. And I think what people don't understand is that when you see that post, that's just a moment in time in that mm. person's life. No one's going to post that they woke up and felt like crap. Right. You know, no one's going to post, you know what, today I woke up, I feel like crap. I feel like a big piece of poop. Right. right no right, one's right. going to post that. <laughs> you know, everybody wants to post the beautiful things and the beautiful essence. But some of those those posts come from people that are really in a, in a bad state. Mm -hmm. And so I say in order to connect with your purpose, don't tie in or buy into all the fabulous posts that whether it's a celebrity or your girlfriend next door, you know, don't buy into it because these people are just real people. They they go through everything. They got to get up in the morning. They have to brush their teeth. They have to use the bathroom. They have to eat. They have to do everything that we do, right? Everything that they, they go through difficult times, just as like everybody, everybody else goes through, everybody in life goes through ups and downs in life. That's the ebb and flow of life. It's how we handle it. Mm -hmm. And so social media has been good on one aspect because it connects us, but on the other aspect, it depresses a lot of people that can't detach from it's not really reality. It's just mm. a moment in time. And when you think about the collectiveness of, of all of us and being connected, think about your body. We have a trillion cells in our body. We have our brain, we have our heart, we have our, you know, all our rest, our lungs, our kidneys. They're all individual components. But when you think about the big scheme of things, they're in this one body, mm. right? and they're all connected. They all rely on each other's energy to keep things functioning pro properly. 
Yeah. We're the same. We are the same. We all we rely, whether we know it or not, on other people's energy to keep things going in, in the ebb and flow of life. And um, and so if we could just take a step back, let the social media go for a little bit, or just realize that's just a moment in time. That's a great moment in time and celebrate that great moment in time, but keep moving forward. Don't compare yourself to somebody else that you see on social media because you don't know what happened to them before they posted that or what happened after they posted that. And so um, if we could just let that go and get back connected to earth, nature, the divine, whether you meditate or not, or, you know, just waking up and being thankful. Oh, well, today I woke up, I'm able to breathe. I'm able to get out of bed. You know, these simple little great things that we can be grateful for that will help you to connect more into the divinity that you're here to, to share with the world, the divinity of your purpose, so to speak, it will open up a gateway for so many things. And you'll start to see life more beautiful. You'll start to see your journey more beautiful even the challenging times you'll start to see those more beautiful because without challenge there's no growth, no growth. without challenge there's no um there's no moving forward right and right. so I, I just think that's just uh you know what we have to do today in order to just have this beautiful world that i envision one day i guess it's a utopia it'll I'll probably be dead before a utopia comes to to be but at least i can put it out there and put that energy out there now because i know one day it's going to come back and, uh, and the, this world will be a utopian society there'll yeah. be no hate there'll be no no you know racism there'll be no, no differentiating because i've got curly hair you got straight hair my hair is dark your hair is you know, you know there'll be none of that everybody will be beautiful everybody will live in harmony everybody will be just loving and caring and just come from the goodness that really really is in everybody well i think we got another podcast episode because I love this concept, you know, part of me struggles with it, honestly, you know, when I, I think about, you know, to me, you know, that's heaven in a way, um, you know, that's sort of that utopia, whereas I relate very much to what you said earlier, that our purpose is about growth and evolving. And for that to happen, we need the darkness, we need the challenges, we need the hardship. So if we did have this utopia world, with no challenges, no hardship, just love and harmony. I wonder what would happen to us humans. Um, would we stop evolving? Would we regress? Um, so that's probably the <laughs> for another podcast for Rush Rush Out, just a seed for our listeners to think about whether they think utopia is, is possible or even wanted on earth, or should we continue to evolve and just evolve and just evolve and embrace the challenges? that are coming our way. Um, before we leave, I really do want to talk to you about Blissful Living for You, because it's a beautiful concept. So could you tell us a bit more about it, um, what it is exactly and how it helps people? So Blissful Living for You is, it just came from like, I wanna say a meditation. Mm -hmm. And um, we really are here to live a life of bliss, no matter where we are in our journey, whether we you know, have ill health or we're fabulous, feeling fabulous, um, but we really are here to live, live a life of bliss. It's, it's meant for us to have a life of ecstasy. Hmm. And uh, you know, God doesn't create things to be bad, so to speak, in the context of how we see bad. 
everything is for the betterment of our individuality to be in the true essence of, of how he how God creates things. So blissful living is basically just being able to have phenomenal health and well-being, um, the right mindset to process this thing, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent, mm-hmm. um, to have wealth, however you do, whatever your definition of wealth. Some For some people, having wealth is just being able to stay warm in five-degree temperature. <laughs> okay. And for other people, be, having wealth is, you know, being a billionaire like Jeff Bezos or, or Elon you know, Musk. It's whatever it is, right, for you that brings you to a state of internal ecstasy within. And when you have that internal ecstasy within, there's nothing that can stop you from doing whatever it is you desire to do. And not to be sexual in the context, but when you have an orgasm, it's the most beautiful experience ever. That has the that potentiality to create life. It's a beautiful experience. It's a beautiful feeling. You feel amazing. You feel like you could conquer the world, climb Mount Rushmore or Mount Rushmore, Mount Everest without any, you know, Serpa or anything, right? You just feel like, ah, right? Why not be able to live your life like that every single day, Mm -hmm. whether you have a negative experience that comes up or a positive experience that comes up? knowing that the experiences that you have in your life are really meant for you to step in and to really own and claim and live the beautiful essence of the experience. That's what bliss is all about. When you think of a woman and she goes through labor, which is intense for you fellas, I'm I'm sure you guys know, it's an intense thing. And you think, oh my God, I'm never going to have another baby. And then pops out this beautiful baby in that moment of bliss Mm -hmm. you forget all about that pain the 36 48 97 hours of labor that you've had and you are in this blissful moment because you have popped out this beautiful essence sometimes life fills us with things that are not always beautiful but the beauty is in the moment of discovering the blissful state that emanates from the journey the challenges that we go through. And so blissful living is all of that. And it's helping people to really to step in and and not put things in negative positive, but to put things in a blissful state and a blissful experience and a blissful um, internal feeling within them, no matter what they're going through in life. And that's kind of how blissful living came about. I've had some challenges and don't get me wrong. Life has not always been blissful, but on my journey, on my path to bliss, I'm, as I say, um, that's how it's meant to be. And if I can appreciate the good times as well as the challenging times, then I know that I can truly, truly step in in it and just be surrounded and exude that bliss that I'm meant to be and meant to live. Yeah, that's wonderful. And then through the program, you help others um, lead. Yes come to that understanding and give them tools. Yes, yes, yes. So Blissful Living, what we do, what I do is I help you to balance pillars of wellness, wisdom, and wealth. But I ask you this question is, what do you desire in each of those 
um, the areas. So we break it down. We start, I always have to start with wellness mm. because without well-being, you can't live a life of foundation. bliss. The foundation. You cannot. And I've had, a, I had a patient who's very famous. I'm using his technology today as be, probably billions of people around the world, but I had this patient and he said, I would give everything and I would give you all my money if I could have the radiance in your well-being mm. um, that you have. He goes, unfortunately, I didn't value my well-being. I was focused on other things. And now I have all the money and I can't buy my well-being. Yeah. And so when that person told me that, it really puts to the heart, your physical, mental, spiritual, emotional well-being is the most important thing. When you can have that balance, you do become unstoppable. Right. And if you have the right mindset to embrace all the goodness within you to help you to stay healthy and well, Wealth becomes whatever you want it to be, and it becomes like a magnet to you. It magnetizes to you. And so that's what I um, do with Blissful Living for You. I help people to really just transform their wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that they can really, really enjoy the blissful life that we were meant to live. That is so beautiful, Rochelle. And, and you have shared so much wisdom just in this 30-so um, minutes that we've been talking. I mean, so I, I just imagine what it would be like to be in one of your workshops or of course it's just come out with so much wisdom so that'll be great but if you had to leave our readers or not our readers listeners with three <laughs> tips for today what would be the top three things that you would leave with? well first of all I want to share with this 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 quote that came to me and I'm just going to read it and I have it on my desk and 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 I think if the listeners can embrace this this is, will open up the key to them really wanting to discover truly what bliss means to them. So I will be patient and trust in divine timing for all things in my life. I will let go of attachment to specific timeframes or timelines or uh, comparison to others for things to unfold in my life and allow the divine to guide me through the divine timing instead. And so my my three things if i can share other besides that quote is your life is divine you're a precious individual soul and when you really truly understand that you are a gift to the world no matter where you may be on your journey on your path to bliss when you understand you truly are a gift the whole world becomes your apple so to speak so first of all value yourself value that you are important Put yourself first so that you can be the best that you can be for everybody that you love and care about. Make sure to monitor and own and, and, and take good care of your health and well-being. Because once you lose it, it's very hard to get back. And sometimes you can't get that back. So make that a priority. Spend time doing things you love. If you don't like something, don't do it. It's all about being in a state of bliss. You know, like I like going to the gym. Other people don't like going to the gym. They may just like taking a walk or, you know, indulging in ice cream sundaes. I like that too. But if you don't like something, don't do it. Don't stay stuck in a job or a career that you don't like because you're living to expectations of others. Do what you want to do. If it doesn't make you happy, let it go. And lastly, don't get caught up in the external world and what's happening mm. in the external world. 
Love, honor, cherish, embrace yourself for the beautiful gift that you are to the world. And when you do that, you can be the best that you can be for those in the world that you're meant to serve. And so, I mean, I could go on and on and on, Andrew, but I mean, oh, it's those just are so three brilliant. <laughs> I mean, if people can, if I could achieve that, I will definitely be more blissful tomorrow than than I am today. And I'm a fairly blissful person. So, and it's not, I mean, it's not going to always be easy. That's the one thing It's not going to always be easy, but you have people like me and you have people like you, Andrew, that are here to share this message. And I think the more we can do that, the better it is. Cause again, we never know who's listening to us, right? And whose life will change. We may never know, but we know right now at this moment in time, we're changing lives for the better. And someone out there is going to step into living their bliss yeah well, that's good that's good and so I, lo- I love that thing about ease because it's one of my key phrases that you know ease is not on the same dimension as good right yes difficult it has nothing to do with good right good the easy things can be good hard things can be good so don't try and equate easiness with good except that everything can be good so you know, I know we want our listeners to, to follow you and to listen to your words of wisdom, but do you have anybody else you would recommend them to follow when they're thinking about their purpose? Who else should they be reading or listening to? You know, I, I have uh, so many people that I follow and read and, and just absorb the words of wisdom because they always resonate with me. Mm. Um, and so I, I, I I, I don't have anyone in particular, so to speak, but I would say get some books. You know, I have to go back to this gentleman from the early 1900s, and I'm sure thousands and thousands of people, I know they have read his book, but Napoleon Hill, yep. very, very, very insightful. His words of wisdom resonate with everything that we do today. Mm. And, um, and he covers so many aspects of life, not just wealth, but of life and how, how we can make our lives better. For the ladies, I would have to say Florence Shem Novell, um, another lady, just her books, just again, written in the early 1900s, but just resonate with what goes on in our society today and probably will resonate with what goes on in our society in 200 years from now. But very, very uh, beautiful words of wisdom um, that you can follow. Um, there's a lot of people online and, and, and stuff like that, but those two pop out the most because uh, this stuff was written so long ago. It's timeless. It was so, yeah, so exactly. It's timeless. Exactly. So that brings you back to the point you mentioned earlier that, you know, this divinity, our life, is, it's not about time. So, you know, we need to not get so caught up in expectations of when things will happen or what's going to do with this. You know, we're not supposed to know about time. So, you know, exactly. When you when you get caught up in all of that, you lose your joy. And, you know, your show is all about joy. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and we joy and bliss. Who doesn't want to have a joyful life that's filled with bliss? You it know? sounds perfect so- to me, Rochelle. It does indeed. <laughs> So I'm going to end with one final question to you. And that we ask all our guests is what brings you joy? What brings me joy is seeing the smile on children's faces. What brings me joy is when I plant a seed in soil 
And I see that seed begin to go through this tremendous, difficult, excruciating process of becoming a plant and it pops out. And, uh, and we don't realize that the, that's an excruciating process for that seed to become a plant. And then that plant grows into this beautiful essence of tree, a tree or herb or whatever, but gives life forth. That's what brings me joy. What brings me joy is being able to talk to you today and share our words of wisdom with others. What brings me joy is going to the gym. What brings me joy is eating a big hot chocolate caramel sundae. I mean, there's just so many things. What brings me joy is listening to my children give me my own medicine that I gave them. But there's so many things that we can get um, out of life that brings us joy. Yeah. It's just, we have to open up and allow our heart, mind, body, and soul to receive it. And soak in the essence of that for a few moments before we move on to the next thing. Celebrate it. that joy. Yes. Celebrate it. Just those little things, right? As well. Just take a moment, celebrate that. And you will find joy everywhere in your life. You'll find bliss. Yes. So I love that. Unfortunately, Rochelle, that's all we've got time for today. But you've been a, such a wonderful guest, not only inspiring, with your words, but also with your energy, which I think hopefully resonates through to our listeners, who I hope, you know, feel inspired and, and also empowered by my chat today with Rochelle on this joy superpower of finding and, and living your purpose and how you can use that to bring you know, more joy, not only to your own life, but also to the lives of others. So if you want to find out more about what Rochelle is up to, and she's doing lots of different things, so I can't name them all. Um, but I'm definitely going to tell you, you can check out her website, RochelleLawson.com. Um, you can check out Blissful Living for You. That's for the number four and a U, the letter U.com. And you can check out Blissful-Living.net. And you can find Rochelle all over social media. We will post the links um, on the podcast introduction so people can find them there. But Rochelle Lawson. If you type that into many of these social medias, I'm sure you will come across the right, Rochelle. So thank you, Rochelle, for taking the time today to talk to us. You've been a most inspiring guest. Thank you so much for having me. I love the beautiful conversation that we had. Yeah, it was wonderful. So many ideas. My head's a buzz. I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight, but I'll, I'll try and <laughs> meditation probably needed. Um, but to our listeners, obviously, we hope you enjoyed it. And we hope, you know, if you do, please hop onto social media and, you know, you can share your thoughts on your purpose and what brings you bliss in your life. And if you don't already do so, please follow the art and science of joy on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and come and join the conversation and help us spread the joy. And thanks once again for listening. I hope you tune in for the next episode of the art and science of joy podcast until then farewell and be joyful and blissful. <laughs>